The Queen was the first to learn of her death, a national treasure gone. One of Britain's best-loved entertainers, Vera Lynn, passing away last week at the age of 103. She had risen to fame in World War II. Queen Elizabeth had become close friends with Vera Lynn. Both of them played a role in bringing hope to their nation in World War II. Vera's first hit song was We'll Meet Again, recorded in late 1939. We'll meet again, don't know where, don't know when. Men off to war, families divided, a song of hope. Even a prayer that we'll meet again someday. A couple years later, another hit song, The White Cliffs of Dover. There'll be bluebirds over The white cliffs of Dover Capturing the sentiment of an era, Vera's song yearned for the day when bluebirds, rather than bombs, would fly over the white cliffs of Dover. Hope is so important. And in these troubled days, may we be encouraged by the living hope we find in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're in a series called Corey Ten Boom Through the War. Seventy-five years ago, World War II was coming to an end. The Nazis had surrendered in May of 45. The last battles in Japan were being waged. Soon, they would surrender in August. People like Queen Elizabeth and Vera Lynn offered encouragement, a hope for the moment. But people like the late Corrie ten Boom lived in the midst of war's horrors. At times, she admitted she almost lost hope while living in a Nazi concentration camp. But even in her deepest pit, Christ Jesus was still there to comfort her. In a moment, we'll hear Corrie ten Boom talk about her experience in the camps. And then we're going to look to the words of Jesus, who encouraged his disciples on the eve of his great battle on the cross. He told them they will always have trouble in this world, but do take courage. He would overcome the world. I know we all need to hear these words today. One week from tomorrow, June 30th, is the end of our fiscal year. And I want to ask for your help in not just helping us meet our financial goals and our budget, These are unsettling times. We don't know what the summer holds as we're asked to wear face masks as coronavirus cases are spiking in a number of new places. We don't know what this summer will bring when our giving is always lean. So would you join me in prayer for the Lord to lead us through this time? And if you can, send your help. For 85 plus years, this ministry has helped people through troubling times like today. As a young man, I was uh, raised in a Christian home, and each morning my mom would wake us up, and she would have breakfast on the table for us, and she would have the broadcast of Haven in our kitchen. Ahoy there, shipmate. And so I would hear Good Shipmate Bob each morning, eight bells and all is well. And... uh, that that always stuck with me, and uh, I'm just so thankful for Haven and for the uh, the Word of God and uh, letting the world know that it is truly all about Jesus. Bill Classen 
in Bakersfield, California. Call us or visit us with your year-end gift to Haven Ministries now. You can also ask for the CD set of The Hiding Place, the audio drama on the life of Corey Ten Boom. Our number you can call now is 800-654-2836. 800-654-2836. Or visit us at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. You can listen to samples from the radio drama with its talented cast and an original music score that'll create a movie in your mind. Check it out at haventoday.org. And now we open the program with Hillstone. My hope is built on nothing less Than Jesus' blood and righteousness I dare not trust the sweetest frame But wholly trust in Jesus' name blood and righteousness I dare not trust the sweetest frame but wholly trust in Jesus name Christ the song is called Cornerstone. The album is of the same name, and that's Hillsong opening this haven today on a program called Corey Ten Boom Through the War. 
75 years ago, World War II finally ended. The long nightmare with Japan and Nazi Germany finally over for so many who were trapped in brutal concentration camps. I'm not sure we quite understand today just how horrendous these camps were. And that's why first-hand testimony can be so powerful. I want you to listen to Corey Ten Boom's experience in a concentration camp. It's heartbreaking, and it's powerful. Perhaps for the first time in my life, I was really alone. And I knew my life was completely in the hands of the enemy. They could kill me or torture me, or just forget me altogether. There was no one to know. At night, the sounds of distant bombs penetrated the thick walls, and the muffled cries of people being tortured by the Gestapo. That was a little bit of hell. I tried singing, but the guards pounded on the door for silence. They threatened to take me to the dark cell. In the dark cell, you had to stand in water. Time became a very thick thing to have to wade through. There was a possibility each moment of the day and night that they would come for me whenever I heard footsteps outside my cell. I would ask myself, do they come to torture me, to kill me? Once I stood with my back against the wall of my cell, with my hands spread out as if I would push it away, and I was that scared. And then I said, Lord, I am not strong enough to stand all this. My faith is not strong enough. Then I saw an end. I had seen for days roaming over the floor. I just mopped um, the floor with a wet rag. The moment the uh, end felt the water on the stones, he ran to a little hole in the wall. He did not stop to look at the wet rag or his weak feet. He went straight to his hiding place. Corrie, don't look at your faith. It is weak like the tiny feet of that ant. Don't think of the possibilities of those cruel people. I am your hiding place. And you can come to me like that ant disappeared into the hole in the wall. And for the first time there came a real peace in my heart. I was 53 years old then. I'd always known about Jesus. And now in solitary confinement, I had started to really know that his light is stronger than the deepest darkness. That's the late Corey Tin Boom sharing her experience in Nazi concentration camps, awful places. It was a deep pit, and many thought it was the deepest pit of despair. But yet Corey remains steadfast. There's no pit so deep that God is not deeper still, she said. Not many of us can relate to that kind of despair, but we can all find grace and hope in the face of our Heavenly Father, turning to Him through Christ, just like Corey did in that camp. Corey, 
needed to cling to the Lord. She had no one else to turn to, and neither do we. We need this reminder, especially today. We're not in a war like World War II. Ours is not against flesh and blood. It's against the forces of evil that caused World War II. Evil, sin that leads to a pandemic, hatred, greed, and yes, racism still with us. These enemies seek to destroy us, to destroy our neighbors, to destroy the church. And as believers in Jesus, we've been drafted into a cosmic battle And every day the Lord gives us fresh munitions. His mercies are new every morning. The battle is real. So how can we stay faithful? When Jesus walked this earth, he was given a mission from his Father in heaven. Find and take care of God's people. And Jesus fulfilled that task. In John 17, he prayed to his Father, I have kept them safe. Nothing has happened to them. Of course, Jesus was just about to die in their and our place, to make sure they would never be able to fall away. But that's not all he did. Right before Jesus prayed to his Father, there in John 17, he taught his disciples what they needed for the upcoming battle. We need to take note of that. Jesus knew a battle was coming. He knew evil was right around the corner, just like the Ten Boom family, who knew what would happen if the Nazis found out. Jesus knew he was about to be arrested, to be taken away from his disciples, and he wanted to prepare them and us for what was coming. He had told them the chapter before, John 16, you will have trouble. And he wasn't just talking about strained relationships. He was talking about death, persecution, and hatred. He was talking about Peter being crucified, James being beheaded, John we're told it was boiled alive and then exiled to a distant island. What trouble are you in today? And we can't politicize this. There are many today that interpret political criticism as persecution. We're talking about criticism for our devotion to Christ and our willingness to love the weakest and the most despised members of our society. But trouble also comes from within, doesn't it? Our own sin wars against us. But you and I can take heart that none of this surprises our Lord. But we can also be encouraged that our Savior Jesus told us what to do. And the answer might surprise you. If you were to tell someone what to do when they were in the deep pit of persecution and despair, what would you say? Tighten up your bootstraps? Try harder? Do these three simple things? Jesus didn't go that way. He told his disciples in John 15, apart from me, you can do nothing. What do we do? The first thing that is absolutely necessary is realizing and confessing that you and I need help. Corey Ten Boom knew that she could die at any moment. In fact, just a week after she was released, Every woman in her age group at Ravensbrook concentration camp was sent to the gas chambers. She couldn't rely on herself. She couldn't rely on the Nazi soldiers. She could only turn to the Lord and cling to him. I've come to believe that we all desperately need our hearts to be renewed every single day. Without Christ, we can do nothing. 
We need His grace every day to renew us and strengthen us, even as He calls us into His service and calls us to pledge our absolute allegiance to Him and Him alone. We need help. But how do we find help? Jesus told us, Abide in my word. May your life be determined by what the Lord says. Live in his word. Corrie ten Boom trusted in the Lord even when she was at the bottom of the pit of despair. Her family trusted in the Lord when their home became a safe haven for Jews. He was her hiding place. In the word, we hear about the grace of our Lord, grace that covers our failures, grace that gives us strength to make it through trouble, grace to stay faithful in the battle. And it's grace that prepares us for this battle. In this world, we will have trouble. And Jesus gives us everything we need to stay faithful. He doesn't just give us his word. He gives us the helper, the Holy Spirit. If you're a Christ follower, you know life can be a daily struggle. And for many of us, the pit of despair has become normal. But the Spirit is who gives us strength. That's how we stay faithful. We confess that we need help, we turn to His Word, and we depend on the Spirit to strengthen us every single day of our lives. We may not be risking our physical lives by disobeying a totalitarian regime, but in this life, we constantly face the wiles of the devil, the barrage upon our souls, the relentless onslaught of our own temptations. Who can stand against such things? Only Christ has ever stood faithful to the end. He never faltered. The minute his boots touched the ground, he was faithful. He accomplished his mission, rescued his people from soul-crushing bondage. He was faithful, even to the point of dying on the cross in our place. And he became our hiding place. We find strength to endure our deep pits because Jesus went to the depths for us. We cling to him, and we do it by faith, and we know that he will always keep us safe. And that is our hope. Oh, church, arise and put your armor on. Hear the call of Christ our captain. For now the weak can say that they are strong in the strength that God has given. Shield of faith and belt of truth will stand against the devil's lies. An army bold gives battle cries love, reaching out to those in darkness. A call to war to love the captive soul. But to rage against the cattle And with the sword That makes the wounded whole We will fight with faith and valor When faced with trials On every side We know the outcome is secure And Christ will have The price for which he died And inheritance 
lives in England. He's friends with the Gettys. O Church Arise, here on A Haven Today, Corey Ten Boone, Through the War, our series that we're in this week here on Haven Today. Seventy-five years since World War II finally came to an end, Corey was a hero without even knowing it. She fought a valiant battle for right. She won without even pulling a trigger in World War II. The story of Corey Ten Boom and the radio drama The Hiding Place on CD shows us what Christian courage looked like as her family helped rescue hundreds of Jews, and then she and her family were sent to the camps themselves. But even in those dark places, the Lord was there, and he even helped them keep a Bible hidden from their guards. One line. Stay in line. What do you think they're going to do to us, Gary? I don't know. Quiet! Quiet! <coughs> At the first desk, you will throw all personal belongings you may have brought with you into a pile. You're allowed nothing here at Ravensbrook. At the second desk, you will remove all clothing and throw it into a second pile. You will then file past the SS men who will inspect you before you enter the shower room. A prison dress and pair of shoes will be handed to you in the shower room. That will be all you need in this camp. Proceed. Corrie, our Bible. We'll lose our Bible. I know. And you need an only sweater and the vitamin oil. What are you doing? The vitamin oil. I'll hold on to it. Maybe some way I can get it through. What is it? The next batch is ready for the showers. Right. Move along. Yes, sir. Name. Betsy Tenboom. Arms up. Move along. Name. Yetka Moskovich. Arms up. Oh, Corey. Praise the Lord. 
He searched the woman in front of you three times, and he, and he searched me. He didn't even touch me. God's here. In this place. With us. A short but powerful scene from the radio drama The Hiding Place. I want to send you this three-hour epic audio production because I know it will inspire you to live by faith and love others by faith in Jesus Christ. Listen to this touching radio drama yourself and get another to share with someone else. This cinema of the mind is perfect for summer road trips. And before I give you our number and website again, would you pray for our fiscal year-end? Pray that the Lord will meet our needs and pray about you being part of the help we need this year. For over 85 years, the Lord has used friends like you to help us keep sharing the great story. Here's our number to call right now to make your year-end gift, but to also get the hiding place. The number is 800-654-2836. Or visit us online at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we'll get together and we'll get to share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God, this is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. When you think about a heritage, you think about those who came before you, right? Like your parents and grandparents. But listen to what Psalm 127 says. Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from Him. Seems a little backwards, doesn't it? Aren't parents the ones leaving a heritage for their children? But here God says a child is His heritage to the parent. That blessing of a child is a blessing from Him. And not only that, becoming a parent gives you insight into the fatherhood of God like nothing else. No matter how old you get, if you are in Christ, you are always learning to trust God as Father, and you yourself remain His child. Get fresh insight into God's Word daily. Visit GetAnchor.com.